everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of the Run with Sam podcast. I am uh, I'm really excited to keep this rolling, and I can't even, I really can't believe it. We are into the summer officially, and looking at the Fourth of July holiday week. Um, and so I hope you have a lot of really great plans uh, for this week on the Fourth of July. I'm going to talk about something I'm pretty excited about here in a minute. Uh, But first, you know, thanks for listening to the podcast. I always appreciate it uh, for you to take time to listen to this for whatever reason, to stay up to date on the campaign, or if you're a District 5 resident, to uh, stay engaged in, in, in what I'm doing to try to make sure to communicate about the things that matter to the residents of District 5. Uh, Whatever the reason is, I appreciate that you are here and that you're listening. So, First things first, we're going to jump right in to our guest, and it, re- it requires a bit of a setup, uh, some context here, because our guest this week is actually the Mahali family, um, who are people that I just met. This is a group that I just met on our first ever Neighborhood Greenways ride, and they sh- showed up at Wurzel's to take part in our ride on Sunday afternoon to go get ice cream and to experiment and kind of debut, really, uh, a Neighborhood Greenways route. And so you'll hear from them in just a second, but I want to talk about Neighborhood Greenways um, first. So when you think about making Toledo a more bike-friendly city, which is something that I hear from a lot of different people that they want, and it comes up in different ways. You know, some people say, Uh, They wish that there were different alternative modes of transportation available, more accessible uh, transit. They wish that there were bike lanes. People say that they wish that this trail went further or that trail was connected to this trail. And really just a lot of different ways that biking, I think, comes up. But really at the heart of it, it, the question is, what do we need to do to make Toledo more bike friendly? And um, I will admit that while I enjoy riding my bike, I'm not a big cyclist. I don't claim to be a bike commuter in any way, uh, in in any stretch of the imagination. Um, But I have some friends who I think are really onto it and uh, really doing some really cool stuff. And so Jordan Justice is one of them. And he's been on a, he was on a video uh, with me that I posted about Neighborhood Greenways. So definitely go check that out on our Facebook page. Um, but Jordan it, he has his ear to the ground a little bit more on biking advocacy and the work that's taking place there. And so when I want to know about what we could or should be doing to make Toledo more bike friendly, I listen to Jordan. I listen to people who know more about the subject than I do. And over the past few years, Jordan and I have been talking and one of the ideas that's come up is this notion of a neighborhood greenway. And a neighborhood greenway essentially is a kind of low traffic, low volume uh, residential street where pedestrians, biking, walking, rolling of any kind, um, would really be given priority, right? Um, And so that means that you could set out from your neighborhood in Toledo and wanna go to the library or go to the grocery store for a fairly small trip, I would imagine, unless you have some huge cargo bike, um, or go to the bar to meet some friends, or go to a restaurant, or go to the coffee shop, or you get the, you get the idea. Um, and you could look up one of these greenway routes and travel that, that, that direction. Um, but here's, here's what's cool, is 
at least this is the way I think about it. Often when we think about traveling by bike, what stops us is that our, we, we tend to think like, or our brains tell us that we're, we're cars. So, you know, if you're at the ride that we did, uh, this, this first one that we did, we started at Wurzel's bike shop on central and we went to handles to get ice cream. Well, if you are like me, your default setting is to think about yourself as a car. So you would go down central, you would turn north on Secor and you would take Secor all the way up until you hit handles on, uh, on the west and you would turn into handles and get ice cream. But if you're on a bike, and especially if you have kids or if you have a group of people, you're not gonna, you're not gonna brave the traffic on central and then turn on Secor and run Secor all the way up on your bike. You're just not going to do it. And quite frankly, from a community perspective, we don't have the time. I don't think so anyway. Uh, we don't have the time to just wait for some enormous investment in our biking infrastructure to create fully protected bike lanes, right? To create the types of, um, you know, biking infrastructure that we would need to facilitate that type of travel. So enter neighborhood greenways. So what we set out to do with these was really just kind of put together a few routes and more will be coming this summer. But our first one was from Wurzels to Handles. And the idea was simply to just debut the route, kind of get a sense of what would it look like to travel from here to there, all on residential streets. And we threw this out on Facebook, just a bit of an idea like, hey, let's see if anyone wants to join us. We'll go on a Sunday and, um, and give it a shot. And we had such a good turnout. Uh, we had almost 30 people show up. And uh, it was really, really cool. So we set out around 3.15 and arrived at Handles. They apparently were not ready for such a large uh, influx of customers because we were rolling pretty deep. Um, waited in line and had some good conversation and talked about biking and you know, bike culture in the city and, and what it means to make Toledo more bike friendly. We all got ice cream and then we hopped back on our bikes and rode back to Worsels. It was a really fun time. So first of all, anyone who came out uh, that day, I really appreciate it. But second, our guest on the podcast this week is, uh, are, I should say, a few of the riders that showed up. So let's take a listen to some of their thoughts as we sat and had ice cream. So we're at Handles eating ice cream. You can hear the cars in the background. Tell me your name, and then um, you know we're only halfway through the ride. But give me a sense of what your thoughts are. I liked it. It's a good afternoon activity, uh, building spirit, and I like the end result. It's going to be better roads for the bikers. Yeah. Do you ride your bike very often? Every day. So when you ride, what are some of the challenges you find or you think about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we live in Old Orchard, we live in the Holly family, and uh, we've been there for 25 years, and there's just a certain amount of people that don't have any respect for pedestrians right. and bicyclists. So the fact that you're being uh, bringing awareness to um, us bicyclists and pedestrians is a very good thing. Um, I think it has to be a community-supported thing to where not only the bicyclist knows what's going on, right. but also the drivers mm-hmm. so uh, hopefully some uh, increased signage some better signage will come from all this what about you young man i thought the ride was nice um i think one thing i found on the ride that yeah. i 
I also think is one of the issues with just riding in general is road quality. Mm -hmm. I know with riding a mountain bike, you know, you can just go pretty much anywhere right. and it's, it's fine, it's whatever. But then, you know, if you're on a road bike or something a little more fragile, you can't really go fast on those pothole-filled roads without risking damage to your bike. Right. What did you think about the neighborhood greenway concept? I mean, we, we rode from Worcesters to Handles. Even I still have ice cream in my mouth as I'm talking. But we crossed a few main streets. We did that. And for the most part, we were on neighborhood streets. What did you think about that idea? Well, I think when you're riding in the neighborhood streets and you have people that are out in their yards and they're curious as to what's going on, that's going to build more support for I mean, just people in general being out. I mean, if you're comfortable in neighborhoods and they're comfortable with you having you there, uh, it's just a win-win. Mm -hmm. I think the awareness is the big thing. Um, we cross Sylvania, Monroe, Lasky. Some cars are going 70 miles an hour. Literally 70 miles an hour, and we're on a bicycle. That's dangerous, especially if you have kids. Yeah. So if everyone knows that this is a designated yeah, greenway right. route, that'll help everybody. We can slow them down a little bit, and maybe some blinking lights or some hazard lights and some crosswalks would be great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. Well, thanks for working. So now as you think about what the reason behind the greenways really is, right? We're trying to create opportunities to travel but not on high traffic streets. Isn't it amazing how you heard that come out in their comments about, um, about riding, riding their bike through the city um, in whatever context it is, you know, like some streets where people are speeding and going way too fast or even just the conditions of the roads. Um, we really think that there's a lot of this that is addressed through our neighborhood greenways plan. And I'm really excited to kind of, to kind of push that out. The ultimate vision being, I think we can connect every single neighborhood in the city of Toledo to one another through neighborhood greenways. Um, and we could have these maps at libraries and local coffee shops and, um, and a lot of different kind of public gathering places. And I'm excited about what, what it could mean for our community. All right, so now, as you know, we have different segments to the podcast. And instead of um, District 5 news, this week I'm actually going to share some personal news. So you might just call it, what's the latest with Sam personally? Um, but actually had a bit of a bit of a large significant change in my life and I wanted to share that with you um, this week the first week of July I have um, started a new full-time job with the Ability Center of Toledo so some people may know that I've been working with volunteer services in uh, Prometica Health System for the past year to 18 months and, you know, really surprising turn of events um, in this new opportunity that, that came up. And I just felt like it was a really good move, good move for me and a great opportunity to serve our community. Um, as you know, if, if you know anything about me personally, I really, really care about the disability community and have an enormous amount of respect for the organization that is the Ability Center. Um, so in my work as the Director of Strategic Engagement, um, I'm really tasked with serving the organization to continue to serve the community, the city of Toledo and the region in 
trying to answer this question. What would it take to make Toledo the most disability-friendly community in the country? So, you know, it's, it's a really cool opportunity to, to get to work with the talented team there and, and um, just continue to try to improve improve our community for those with disabilities. So I'm really excited about that. I wanted to give that update because as you know, city council is a funny thing in Toledo. It's not a full-time job. So you have to have something else going on or you just need to be able to kind of survive on the, the part-time salary that, that, that it pays, which is fine. Some people do that. You know that I have, um, I have a family and so I can't, I can't make that happen. So, you know, I think that knowing what your council people do outside of being on council is a valuable thing. And so I just wanted to share that update with you as I'm running and as you're following along here on the podcast. All right, so let's talk about what's next. So I love to talk about kind of the things that are upcoming in the campaign. And, you know, this holiday week, I got to say, there's something else really cool going on just in the city in general. And that is the full day of activities on July 4th, which is the day in Toledo's Day in the Sun. If you've followed along with the mayor at all, he's been pushing this... um, pushing this event like crazy. This is the 100th anniversary of the Willard-Dempsey fight, um, which is a historical moment in sporting history, in Toledo history, in boxing history, certainly. Uh, And it's going to be really cool. So um, the mayor's team has a, a full... I don't know, just a full schedule of events going on. I think it starts at 1 on the 4th, 1 p.m. on the 4th of July at Detweiler. So I'll be out there um, probably bringing some combination of my children with me. Um, and I hope that everyone just enjoys their 4th, uh, you know, the the fireworks and and all the different family festivities that go along with that. On the campaign side, we have a lot of fun stuff going up. This is going on. This is, again, another week where we are canvassing on Tuesday night, and then we'll be back at it on Saturday. Um, And so if you are able to go and knock doors and talk about this campaign with your neighbors uh, or with anyone else's neighbors, if you don't live in District 5, that's okay too, um, I would love to have you out. So definitely make sure to check out the... Check out the website, check out the Facebook page, sign up for our email list, do whatever you need to do to stay in tune with the campaign. Um, But certainly when you think about what's next, there's a lot going on. So I would love to see you out at any of those events. Last thing I want to say is um, we just finished up a week. When you look back to last week, the last week of June, uh, we had a crazy week. It was... It was jam-packed. Tuesday night, we canvassed. Wednesday night, we had our first ever Playground Town Hall, uh, which got some fun media coverage. So definitely make sure. We'll, we'll link that up in the show notes. Make sure to check that out. And then Thursday, we had a Red, White, and Sam fundraiser, which was a, just a fun event hosted by some neighbors in Old Orchard um, at Fusion Bistro. And then we canvassed like crazy on Saturday, and um, it was just a full. And then, and then, you know, and then the bike ride. It was just a full, full week. And the reason I bring that up is I just want to say thanks. I just want to say thanks to all the people who are who are engaging with this campaign, all the people who are involved, staying involved, uh, encouraging others to get involved. Um, I really do feel like it is such an honor and a privilege to be a part of of a growing community who want to see Toledo move forward 
who believe that the way we do that is through safe, strong, and sustainable neighborhoods, and where we have leadership who listens more than they talk, leadership who, who responds, right, and doesn't just make doesn't just make promises, but they actually call people back, they actually email people back. Um, it's just really cool. It's really cool to be a part of it, and I just want to say thanks. So again, thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for coming out last week. Hope to see you this week, and I hope you have a wonderful Fourth of July weekend. <laughs>